and just allow all that you are to settle into the pure energy, the pure spirit, the pure you, and the now. Powerful group. Namaste. So I feel compelled to tell you that for those of you that take notes, it's probably a five-page Sunday. So it, I'm just saying. In the scriptures, we, we come across a wonderful insight. I know most of you know it. It is, by your standard of measure, it shall be measured to you, and more shall be given besides. For whoever has to him, more shall be given, and whoever does not have, even what he has, shall be taken away from him. That just don't seem fair, does it? It really doesn't. However, if we were to rephrase the scripture, maybe in today's vernacular, it might read, it is done unto you exactly according to your belief. According to Abraham Hicks, with the law of attraction in place, it is done unto your belief exactly each and every time. If someone believes in more than enough, they will receive more than enough. And if they believe in not enough, the universe will conspire to evolve as that belief. So let's move away for a moment from the scripture and deciding whether or not it's fair. Let's move away from whether it's fair or not. And let's step into an awareness of whether it's fair or not. This is kind of how the principles of the universe work. This is what we're working with. A law that operates and unfolds exactly according to the feeling, the vibration, the energy that we are embodying in the now. Dr. Ernest Holmes sum, summarized it beautifully when he, he said this. He said, there are no voids because the universe abhors a vacuum. Universal presence will automatically fill any void according to the belief that we are embodying. According to the belief that we are embodying. And it will work with the spiritual principles of the universe. This process of filling the void is conscious evolution, which is the title of our lesson this morning, conscious evolution. Now look, we all from time to time find our place, that place in our journey, and we're going, how the hell did I wind up here? This isn't where I was supposed to be. When did I turn left when I thought I should be going right? When someone finds themselves wondering how they got where they are, here's all they need to know. First and foremost, they're in really good company. There's a lot of people on that same path. So stop beating yourself up about it. That's not going to solve anything. Move into this awareness that you contain, this internal GPS, if you will, of divine guidance. And we can tap into that divine GPS and get moving in the right direction of our choosing the instant we stop beating ourselves up. Second, the fact that you have recognized that you're not where you thought you might be at this particular stage of the journey is simply an affirmation that you recognize somewhere in place you might not have worked as completely, as fully, in full spiritual authority as you might have previously. And all that means is that you now can. 
you can turn it around and go in a new direction. And finally, there is no thing and no one in the universe more powerful than you. Whatever mind can conceive, you can achieve. This is your purpose within this journey, to lovingly establish a mental image for yourself right where you are, and then to know and believe. We're going to keep coming back to that. Know and believe. In full authority, that universal presence, the divine mind of God, transcends the mental images that we hold from the spiritual to the physical realm through an evolution of its formative energetic substance in exact accordance with our beliefs and of where we believe we deserve to be in life. When someone is currently finds themselves physically, wherever someone finds themselves physically on their spiritual journey, at this moment of time, it's not important. It's not important. What is important is the strength of your belief, the conviction that you are powerful just as you are, that your consciousness is the conduit for this essence of good, this power for good, which only seeks to evolve more, its, more of its good as the physical reflection of your spiritual and mental projections. <sighs> Breathe. Page one of the notes. So I have a little parable for you. Oldie but a goodie, but it helps make our point. It's a couple driving. They're having this horrible argument. You ever been in the car and had an argument with your spouse? No, nobody here, right? And this was a really bad argument. And what, they're driving down this country country road, the back roads, and eventually they both just stopped talking to each other. And after several miles of not saying a word, they passed a, a barnyard. And in the barnyard were mules and cows and dogs and pigs. And the husband asked his wife very sarcastically, those relatives of yours? The wife said, yep, the (laughs) in-laws. See, it's important for us to understand that the beliefs that we hold outpicture into our world each and every time. Each and every time. And you can always tell if someone believes in and practices their own spiritual authority. It's how they approach a less than pleasant issue within their journey. People all over the world approach life looking for a miracle or a guardian angel to transform their life in some way, thinking that their circumstance is permanent rather than fluid. And I'm going to surprise many a metaphysician here and say this. Some people do not find their miracle or their guardian angel. And then there are those who absolutely do. There are those that absolutely do. Everyone has this miraculous guardian angel that stands at the ready to transform their experience. The ones who find their guardian angel and experience that miraculous transformation and the new beginnings within their experience are the ones who look no further than their mirror. And they realize, by right of consciousness, I am the miracle that I seek.
by right of consciousness, I have all I need to create, express, evolve, and be in a new moment of now. Dr. Holmes wrote this. He said, divine mind works for us by working through us and is us always. It cannot work for us any other way. It spreads itself over the whole of the universe and shouts at us from every angle. But it can become power to us only when we recognize it as power. He went on to say, therefore, our belief sets the limit to our demonstration of a principle which of itself is without limit. It is ready to feel everything because it is infinite. So it is not a question of its willingness nor its ability. It is entirely a question of our own receptivity. Our belief sets the limit to our demonstration of a principle which of itself is without limit. It's a question of our willingness, our receptivity, our belief. Are you ready to be willing, to be open and receptive to being this powerful miracle that you are destined to be? Now, if you answered yes, good for you, because your belief in the natural laws of the universe and your ability to work with and as these laws was just strengthened tenfold. And those universal principles of the laws laws of cause and effect, law of attraction, they're going to bend and begin to take shape and form through your consciousness. As divine consciousness evolves through the individual according to their belief. And if the answer says, well, maybe. Maybe based on where I currently find myself in my journey and the way my life has been unfolding lately, I'm just not so sure. Then what that individual needs to understand is divine consciousness evolves according to the belief the individual maintains. The formative substance of source has no judgment. The formative substance of force Source is not about being fair or unfair. It is about evolution. It is about recognizing you just as you are, as the conduit through which it can express its good. We are always creating. We cannot stop the creative process of the universe from working through us. What we can do is step into our spiritual authority and work with and as universal presence operating in harmony with the universe to manifest the images of our own minds, taking control of our destiny and giving direction to how we would like to see this evolution of source manifest through our lives and through our spiritual practice. So what do you think about Ted Turner? People either love or hate Ted Turner. Y'all know who I'm talking about? Billionaire. Superstation 17 fame, CNN, the Braves, the former Mr. Fonda. There was a time when Ted Turner was not a billionaire. There was a time when he was not a millionaire. He was just an average Joe on the street. We could say average Ted on the street, I guess. Now, I read an interview that he gave in a magazine years ago, 
And he said that at one point he was so poor that he would go to the gas station, ask to use the restroom, and would steal the toilet paper so he would have some at home. Now, regardless of how someone feels about Ted Turner, the fact is, when you look at his life and what he's done in the past 20 years or so, he has done more to help alleviate suffering from around the world by contributing millions and millions of his own hard-earned money to causes which he believes help alleviate suffering around the world. He has done more to do that than all the world leaders combined. Ted Turner was able, and is able, to contribute millions of dollars, not by sitting around contemplating, talking about all the ills of his life, or the suffering he had experienced. Nor did he think about or talk about the ills of the world by allowing his imagination to consistently focus on mental images that did not serve him in a better way, or mental images that did not serve the world in a better way. He changed the course of the United Nations by thinking about how to make more money for himself. He made changes to the world at large, planning within his consciousness his next big deal. He helped alleviate suffering in the world by choosing to focus solely on himself in affirmative and productive ways. So when we speak of Ted Turner today, we of course think of CNN, the Braves, maybe the ex-Mr. Fonda. But long before any of that, there came a day when he was just old Ted in the street. Just same old Ted in the street. And that day came when he stopped outside a bathroom door at a gas station and said, wait a second. Wait just a second. This is not where I want to be in my journey. And that internal GPS kicked in. And you all know what it said? Recalculating. Recalculating. This way. And then he began imagining within his mind a new mental image for his experience. He began affirming something else. And what happened was the laws of attraction and cause and effect evolved this energetic formative substance that is source, that is God, as the physical reflection of his spiritual intention. Ted Turner is a self-made billionaire, as are every billionaire, is all billionaires. Ted Turner is a self-affirming individual. Now, I know that a lot of people will say that self-affirming attitude of his, well, that, that feels a little cocky from time to time, doesn't it? That feels a little cocky from time to time. Perhaps, however, that self-affirming attitude of his definitely makes him out to be a master and creator for his experience. He looked beyond the effects of his life and realized that the effects are not what they seem that the effects have no power. And then he created this positive image for himself. He began focusing on what he wanted. He chose to head in a different direction for his journey. Marcel Proust wrote, do not wait for life. Do not long for it. Be aware always and at every moment that the miracle is in the here and now. That miracle in the here and now 
It's in your mirror. It's in your mirror. You are the miracle of universal life itself. The power of your mind is the same power as the formative power of the infinite universal mind. If there is something in your experience you want to transform, this is the moment to transform it. Put the power of your consciousness to work. Form this new mental image of yourself, which in no way resembles the past. Affirm for yourself as long and as loud as you feel is needed. I know and believe. I know and believe the power of the universe evolves as my experience through the belief and power of my consciousness. Don't look beyond the mirror for the miracle. It will not be found. If you find yourself in uncomfortable territory, take a deep breath. Tap into that internal GPS and stop right where you are and affirm. I confidently change the direction of my life by confidently transforming the direction of the thoughts and images of my mind. Give yourself a break. You deserve it. You've done well. Now let's move on. You are your own miracle. The only difference between Ted Turner and someone who seems to consistently say, I just can't seem to get ahead. I just can't seem to get it right. Is Ted Turner consistently did the affirmative prayer work. He did it without doubt. He did it without second guessing. I remember, as many of you do, when CNN was launched. And the newspapers and the news organizations all said that CNN would fail. It's fail, it's doomed. Who wants a 24-hour news channel? That was over 30 years ago. I was one when I started watching CNN. CNN is now only second to Britain's BBC News in the number of employed news journalists and worldwide news bureaus. What is the image that will transform your journey? What are you holding in the now? How much detail does it have? How much do you believe it will happen? It is done unto you as you believe. Now there are going to be those in your experience that say, the naysayers if you will, that have no control over your mind, the spiritual significance of your thought, they have no control over. And so we want to look beyond those naysayers and into the mirror and believe there is a greater thought, a greater awareness, a greater truth unfolding as you in this moment and every moment which follows. It is the belief we are designed at the soul level for greatness, which propels the images of our minds into the realities of our existence. All of this out here, that day-to-day minutia of stuff that unfolds, is there beckoning us to transform it, beckoning us to say, let's make it better. 
the mental image encased in our belief. In this moment is the direction you're heading on your journey. So we want to, to know and affirm the mental image that we hold is a great one. Dr. Norman Vincent Peale said, any fact facing us is not as important as our attitude towards it, for that determines our success or failure. The way you think about a fact may defeat you before you ever do anything about it. You are overcome by the fact because you think you are. You are overcome by the fact because you falsely believe you are. You are overcome by the fact because you think the fact has more power than you. Individuals become overwhelmed in their experience because they think for just a fleeting moment something or someone out there has more power than they do and it is in that fleeting moment doubt is born and doubt in and of itself is a thought it is a thought in some shape or fashion and it begins to outpicture within their experience so we don't want to let go of the affirmation and the knowing of how powerful we have come to the journey to be again from holmes who said we are thinking, willing, knowing, conscious centers of life. We are surrounded by and immersed in, and there's flowing through us a creative something. Call it what you will. The sum total of all of our thought, will, purpose, and belief creates a tendency in this law that causes it to react to us according to the sum total of that belief. The sum total of that belief. A limited thought will produce a limited experience. I'm going to ask you to do, do me a favor now and take out your affirmation card that's in your program. It has a wonderful quote from Dr. Holmes, a wonderful affirmation. And the affirmation is, I believe in my own soul, my own spirit, my own destiny, for I understand that the life I live is God. So, Let's affirm that together. I believe in my own soul, my own spirit, and my own destiny. For I understand that the life I live is God. Really good. Let's do it again like you mean it. I know in my own soul, my own spirit, my own destiny. For I understand that life I live is God. Your life, my life is the conscious evolution of this formative substance of good, which only seeks to express and experience more of its good. It accomplishes this by resonating with and reflecting in the physical realm as your beliefs, your spiritual images and affirmations, even the actions that support our beliefs. And if that ain't proof of your miraculous nature, nothing's ever going to be. Spirit works through us by responding to the, to the sum total of the thoughts and beliefs. If an individual is imagining within their minds a dynamic new experience, yet believes they will only receive a little good, then they will demonstrate according to that belief. If they believe they can demonstrate a dynamic life experience, yet their creative attention is focused on the minutiae of the day-to-day, -day, then they will continue more of the day-to-day. -day. 
the thought, the belief, the mental image, the words out of our mouths have to be in supportive harmony, supportive alignment to manifest within our journey. It is the harmony of our spiritual efforts which creates a living energetic entity endowed with the power of Genesis itself. And this entity resonates within a field of causative substance, drawing as much of the formative energy that of the universe it needs to evolve from thought to form, from image to experience, from belief to reality. Brian Tracy said, if you envy successful people, you create a negative force field of attraction that repels you from ever doing the things you need to do to be successful. If you admire successful people, you create a positive force field of attraction that draws you toward becoming more and more like the kinds of people you want to be like. The formative substance of mind evolves through the consciousness based on the vibrations that we are projecting. It does so through these laws of the universe, these principles that we hold dear. And these universal spiritual principles are not fair or unfair. They are simply operating, responding to the energetic imprints that we ourselves choose to accept as our own. So if someone's, someone envies, or shall we say, resents the good of, of other people in their life, for whatever reason, they have established a low-level current within their consciousness. And that low-level current repels the good of the universe from manifesting. Now, if we just shift it up and begin appreciating all the good that we see around us, regardless of whose life it is manifesting in, regardless of how it appears within our journey, we begin establishing a much higher frequency, a frequency of appreciation. And it is that appreciation within our consciousness that creates this current which ignites the law of attraction to evolve even greater good as our experience. We cannot escape these universal laws any more than we can escape gravity. Holmes wrote this. He said, there is universal mind, spirit, intelligence. That is the origin of everything. It is first cause. It is God. This universal life energy finds an outlet in and through all that is energized in everything that lives. There is one life back of everything that lives. This one energy back of all that is energized. This energy is in everything. This energy is you. It's your life, your consciousness, your power. It is the universe coming forward as the sum total of you individualizing itself as a conscious evolution of your experience. So the higher, more positive you set your beliefs, thoughts, and attitudes towards life, the more phenomenal your journey becomes. The laws of the universe are designed to set us free. The universal laws of attraction cause and effect, along with this unwavering knowing and belief of these principles fully practiced, Establish a consciousness of freedom which effortlessly creates what it wants, when it wants, and with whom 
it wants. These laws are unknowingly used by others to create bondage and limitation as well. You ever seen the, the circus show with the, with the elephants? And the poor elephants are tied to that little wooden stake, often with just a rope. And these beautiful, huge creatures can pick up 2,000 pounds just with their trunk. Yet it stays tied to that little stake. How does that happen and why? Well, it begins with conditioning the elephant. When it's very young, when it's a baby and not very strong, it's tied to a huge chain on an iron stake. And the stake cannot be moved and the elephant cannot get away regardless of how strong the elephant tries. After a while, the elephant just gives up trying to escape. It never attempts to break free after that because it has resigned itself to being limited. And the imprint of the chain is permanent and causes the elephant to believe, I can't, I can't. But the imprint now is just a thought. It's no longer a chain. And there are millions of people who behave like this poor elephant. They've been bound and tied and told so often, you'll never make it. You can't do it. They resign to their circumstances of life, so they finally call it quits. And they may have dreams, but the imprinting of just a thought keeps them from pulling back. Anyone, anyone may eliminate the source of their limitations. Anyone may begin to transform their thoughts. They may mentally break free by affirming, I believe in my own soul, my own spirit, my own destiny, for I understand that the life I live is God. I can because I believe I can. I can because I believe I can. And when you're looking in that mirror, knowing that guardian angel exists, take that affirmation card. Put it in your mirror so that you see that every single day. And if you're not in the mirror that often, tape it to that carton of Edie's we know you have hidden in your freezer so you will see it every day. I believe in spiritual multitasking. What can I tell you? Do something that allows you to move into that affirmation every single day. Something that reminds you of how powerful you are until you can remind yourself. Because sometimes we forget to remind ourselves. And when you begin doing that, when an individual begins doing that, they establish an entirely new energetic signature for their experience. And the laws of the universe, cause of law of attraction, cause and effect, they begin to evolve this new energetic signature every single time without exception. Your power, your mind, are the way the universe creates and evolves its boundless good in this existence. Wherever you are on your journey, the universe supports you. And the universal principles bow to the power of your consciousness. Grab hold of that truth, truth and choose the path which affirms 
the miraculous you. And so ends our lesson. Namaste. All right, if you would please say the offering affirmation with me, infinite mind, infinite mind. in as and through me, in as and through me, blesses and multiplies my offering, blesses and multiplies my offering, it does its good and perfect work, it its good and perfect work, and returns to me, and returns to me, multiplied abundantly, multiplied abundantly, and if the 